You're listening to the University of Victoria Student Society's Board of Governors Forum, live on CFUV 101.9 FM. This event is taking place on traditional Coast Salish territory of the Songhees, Lekwungen, Wasanich, and Sinchothan people. Welcome, everybody. Thanks to those of you who are sticking around for the Senate and Board of Governors Forum. Once again, I'd like to welcome all of the candidates. We have the Board of Governors candidates seated in front here at the table and the Senate candidates over seated over there. Okay, everybody, we're starting. Thank you. I think most of you were here for the other session, but once again, I'd like to acknowledge that we are on unceded, unsurrendered territories of the Wungan and Wasainek peoples. Uh, In terms of process, for those of you who were not here prior, um, what we're going to do is each of the Board of Governors is going to speak for three minutes, uh, and after that we'll have a brief Q&A session for the Board of Governors. And in that, once again, we're going to ask people to raise their hand if they have a question, and I'll come forward with the portable mic, and we'd like to focus on questions only, not statements and no derogatory or directive assaults against any candidates in their questioning. Uh, After that, we will move on to the Senate candidates, and they will once again come to the front there and have two minutes to speak. And at the end of all of their presentations, we will have a brief Q&A session following the same format. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce our first candidate for the Board of Governors. We have a graduate student here, David Iso, from the Faculty of Graduate Studies, and he's going to give his presentation. Thanks very much. I'm in the second year of my PhD in the English department. I'm that department's rep to the GSS. I also serve on the University Senate Committee on Libraries. Uh, and give back otherwise to UVic as a tutor for the Resource Center for Students with Disabilities as well as a TA in Cultural Studies. Uh, Just quickly, three things I think would be important for me to pay most attention to if I were elected to this position. Firstly, the sexualized violence policy that was federally mandated is now in place at UVic, and it seems to me that there was a really good consultation process for that between administration and students. Now that that policy is in place, I think uh, we have the opportunity to set a high standard for enforcement. Secondly, I think we need to establish some paid positions for support workers that can help students through administrative quagmires they might encounter at UVic. Your time here is certainly intended to be challenging. Sometimes I think it can become needlessly difficult. For example, with my studies, I attempted to get interdisciplinary status so I could pursue research between the English and writing departments and was told that those departments were too similar to be considered interdisciplinary and then trying to pursue that work both through the English and the writing departments, I was told that those departments are too different. At that point, I had no one to turn to. There should be an office whose door I could knock on and have someone help advocate for for those kinds of situations. Lastly, I've struck an ad hoc committee of the Graduate Student Society this year to help deal with the library funding crisis. Our library is between one and two million dollars short in its budget right now, and that's because an increasing 
amount of our tuition dollars are going to five international companies that control the peer-reviewed journal industry. And we're seeing their profit margin increase while their services stay flat. So those, uh, those companies, I think, are extorting the public institutions by selling pundi- publicly funded research back to us at an inflated rate. And I think as students, we can do something about it. That issue, as well as the sexualized, sexualized violence policy and the idea of paid supports for grad students would be my focus. Thank you very much. Unfortunately, we do not have any of the other graduate student candidates here. So David is all on his own. Uh, Are there any questions from any graduate students that might be here, or even any other person who wants to ask David a question? Okay. I I could make an extended comment. (laughs) Go ahead. Just, Just a thought for the three people sitting by the plants there is that in a room as sparsely populated as this, when you're carrying on a private conversation while these people are speaking to such an intimate room, it does make it a little distracting and and uh, for them. Thank you. Well, next we're going to move on then to the remaining Board of Governors candidates. This is from the undergraduate community. Uh, for those of candidates here who were not present at the, uh, the earlier session, it's just a reminder which I failed to uh, Fail to remind everybody is that uh, your time period is three minutes for you guys. And what we have, we have a timekeeper at the back who will be showing an orange flag when you're halfway through your presentation. And when you're about 10 seconds, almost near the end, there'll be a red flag. So just to let you know. Um, it's no foul. It's not. Oops, I'm on the wrong page. So in terms of undergraduate students, uh, we have first on the list, um, not necessarily first in row here, um, there's Sarah Maya. I thought I saw her here. Okay. Okay. Uh, next we have Alexa Dakinowicz. It's I'm not okay. Sure. No, it's good. Good try. <laughs> She's from the Faculty of Social Sciences. Good afternoon. My name is Alexa Dakinavich, and I'm an undergraduate student running for the board, and uh, I am mentally ill. And first, I'd like to quote somebody whom I admire very much, uh, Dr. Angela Davis. I can no longer accept the things I cannot change. I'm changing the things I can no longer accept. And I can no longer accept healthcare services on this campus any longer. I'm tired of hearing stories from my classmates of long wait times, about a month to see a counselor at some circumstances, and now, as of last week, three weeks to see a physician. And most disturbingly enough, the fact that there's three psychiatrists for an undergraduate population of almost 18,000 students. And we have a president who openly admits, uh, well, who in print admits to the rising prevalency rates of mental illness and um, the rise of safety concerns on this campus. We also have a counselor who recently won the Margaret Trudeau Award for her mental health care advocacy. Despite this, health services have remained stagnant. So uh, what I am proposing, regardless of the election outcomes, that the board uh, work with me and other mentally ill students to come up with a part two mental health care strategy that is prepared to fund the health services adequately. And 
I think we need to change our perspective on campus of health services and mental health in general as a non-negotiable operating cost that this university needs to fit in their budget because regardless of who you are and what you identify as, you're going to get sick. Thank you. Thank you very much, Alexa. Next we have Kate Fairley. Um, she's from the Peter B. Gustafson School of Business, also running as an undergraduate student for the Board of Governors. Hi, my name is Kate Fairley. I would first like to acknowledge that our work today is being conducted on the territories of Lekwungen and Wasanich peoples, and that we have to keep this colonial framework in mind as we continue this afternoon. Hi, I'm Kate Fairley, and I'm running for position as an undergraduate student representative on the Board of Governors. As a young woman, I feel that I have the qualifications necessary to be an effective representative of student voices at the university administration level. Having been on the board of the UVSS as a director at large for one year, I have gained knowledge of the inner workings of the university, and I believe that I have the skills necessary to form further connections with students and represent their voices in an appropriate manner. When elected to the Board of Governors, I will continue to push for the divestment from fossil fuels. This is an issue that is proven to be important to students, and as such, it is an issue that I will put at the forefront. In addition to this, I will advocate for the integration of other sustainability programs at UVic, as it is imperative that we protect our environment. As well as focusing on environmental sustainability, I will focus on financial sustainability. In particular, I will advocate for the expansion of UVic's financial aid program of scholarships, bursaries, and grants, and I will endeavor to promote the reallocation of university funding to financial aid for students. In addition to this, I will promote the creation of caps on student fees and on international student tuition. Using fees as a loophole to bypass tuition caps is, in my mind, unethical and completely inappropriate. If elected, I will aggressively oppose this practice and work to promote the reduction of student fees. If the University of Alberta can waive application fees for students affected by the recent travel ban, then UVic can too. Thank you. On March 1st and 2nd, don't forget to vote Kate Fairley and vote Energize. Thank you, Kate. Uh, next, we have Natalia, and I'm going to apologize in advance if I pronounce your name wrong. Please correct me. Karpos, uh, Karposkaya? Yeah. Hey, welcome. She's from the Perfect. Faculty of Social Sciences, representing undergraduate students on the, for the Board of Governors. Perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much to everybody for being here. My name is Natalia Karpovskaya, um, and I want to just remind everybody that I myself am coming to this microphone as a settler on these lands. These are Coast Salish lands, unceded, unsurrendered, of the Lekwungen and Wasainich-speaking peoples. And I am personally so very grateful to not only be uh, privileged enough to run for this position, but to learn and to unlearn continuously on these lands. Um, I am a third-year political science student. I have a long-term goal of educating future teachers in social studies and English in high schools. Um, personally, I want to run for a student position on the Board of Governors because over my time here, I have been involved in work that focuses on the governance structure of the university and the BOG in particular. In my final year at UVic, I want to ensure that the board is held accountable to its students, especially around the important issue of fossil fuel divestment. The university is the last body on this campus to take concrete steps on this issue. Over the years, we have seen over, uh, sorry, over the years we have seen via referenda, student, staff, faculty, and union support on this issue, and it's completely unacceptable for the university to continue funding companies that are complicit in climate change. Furthermore, for the last three years I've been here, I've witnessed time and time again the university digging its heels in, refusing to listen to student needs and not just around divestment. I promise to bring those voices, questions, wants, and needs to the boardroom table. 
I promise to pass the microphone to those that deserve to be listened to and to show up and do everything I can to ensure that our bureaucratic system is accountable to those that they govern. If I am not elected, I promise to continue showing up. I promise to keep making a fuss and banging my pots and pans whenever I feel that the university is disregarding our voices. However, I, of course, would love your vote. To wrap up, my name is Natalia Karpovskaya, and please vote for me as your next representative on the Senate and Board of Governors. Thank you, Natalia. Next, we have Dakota McGovern, who's also from the Faculty of Social Sciences, running for the Board of Governors, representing undergraduate students. Welcome. Good afternoon. I would like to thank everyone for acknowledging the territories. My name is Dakota McGovern, and I am a first-year geography major in the Faculty of Social Sciences. I'm somebody who's always cared very deeply about the environment, and that's one of the reasons why I chose geography as my field of study. The three things I'm really passionate about when it comes to running for the Board of Governors are affordability, outreach, and environmental sustainability. I believe we've heard a lot of talk when it comes to divestment, and I think it is very important to acknowledge that that is absolutely true. Our university needs to divest from fossil fuels. But I also want to touch on the fact that it's also an issue of student voice. We had a vast majority of people say that they no longer wanted to be a part of these corrupt industries, and yet the Board of Governors has not listened. I think what that does is it tokenizes the idea of undergraduates sitting on the Board of Governors. And not only do we see that from their inaction, but we see that in the way the institution set up. Out of the 15 voting members, only two of them are undergraduate students. And so if elected, I want to make sure that when I have that voice, I use it to speak out on behalf of all undergraduates here at UVic. And then, of course, when it comes to the issue of affordability, I also believe that the Board of Governors has been not holding true to commitments when it comes to things like student housing. In the 2015 school year, they increased students on residence by about 6%, and this is part of a long-term plan. The way we can combat that is through implementing a new strategic plan in the upcoming year that will be easily comprehensible to all undergraduates here. I think that if the people on residence know their rights as tenants, it makes them a lot easier to speak up and speak out against the increasing hikes we have on those prices. And I think that part of being on the Board of Governors is to make sure that all students actually understand the system in which we operate. And the way to do that is through really implementing a strategic plan that has easily accessible language and a straightforward point. Uh, so with that, I would like to conclude by saying vote Dakota McGovern for Board of Governors. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dakota. Um, last, uh, our last representative for undergraduate students, also from the Faculty of Social Sciences for the Board of Governors, is Taisto Witt. Welcome. Thank you. I would also like to start by acknowledging my un continued uninviting presence, uninvited presence on the uh, Ligonganen uh, with standard-speaking peoples. And I'd like to highlight the fact that this university and the Board of Governors in, in particular is a site of significant systemic perpetuation of colonial frameworks, pedagogies, and ontologies. So with that, um, I'm Tice DeWitt. I'm a fourth-year sociology student, and I'm running for Board of Governors because I believe that it's crucially important for students to have a voice within the administration of this university. 
I'd like to speak briefly on a few of the issues that I want to bring to the board on the behalf of students. Given that the University of Victoria houses several hundred students on campus and provides them with enough resources so they don't have to leave, I believe UVic has a duty and responsibility to those who live here as well as the greater student population. And I also believe that the needs of those students are being fundamentally not met by this institution. As has been brought up um, many times today, uh, the students are being impacted quite significantly by a lack of mental health support here at UVic. I myself have sought out mental health support during periods of crisis only to be told that um, an appointment can't be made for uh, up to a month and a half. And from conversations I've had with fellow students, I've learned that this is not by any means a unique situation. This is quite simply unacceptable and represents a fundamental failure on the part of the university to care for its students. I want to highlight the need for increased mental health resources and funding and hold this school accountable for its treatment of those who attend it. Also related to issues of student health is CARSA, which I spoke about earlier. Ultimately, the funding and fee-related decisions of this university lie with the Finance Committee and the Board of Governors, and while pressure from the UVSS will bring attention to the board, uh, having those needs voiced directly will likely prove far more uh, effective. And I believe that through the exploration of alternative payment plans and strategic fee reductions, we can find ways to make fitness opportunities more accessible for students while not uh, impacting the university's income and making that appealing to the board. I also think the wishes of the, universe, or of the students at this university are not being met as demonstrated by the 77% of students and 66% of faculty who voted in favor of fossil fuel divestment in 2015. But the fact that this university continues to retain an endowment of almost 25 million in fossil fuels, well, that demonstrates this. Um, this example, uh, divestment, is one of many in which the voices and wishes of students at this university are being ignored. And like many of my fellow candidates before you, I want to continue bringing these voices to the attention of the board and to continue to push UVic to attend to the wishes of its populace and students. So as I stated before, I believe that students need a strong voice to represent their inter interests uh, within this university and on the board of governors, and I hope and I believe that I can be that voice for you. Thank you. For questions, is there any questions from the floor? Please raise your hand and I will bring you the microphone. You can ask a question, question to one particular candidate or to all of them. Um, so obviously you addressed how our wishes as students aren't being met in a lot of ways. And you can see by how the room is right now, uh, a lot of people have kind of lost faith in the ability of the uh, Board of Governors to have an effect. I was wondering if any of you had any plans uh, for rallying the student body behind you or, or perhaps strengthening our stance in the Board of Governors in the future so that you know, we have more momentum and our voices can be heard. We'll go in the order of the table. You know, I think the only way to get the board to become more transparent is to pressure them. And I think it's frustrating, even the fact that this election is happening during midterms, and I have to juggle my part-time job so I can eat, and then uh, my academics, and then doing this. It's insane. Like, why is it in March? If we want political involvement, we need to 
group together and really pressure the board for change. That's the only way I can see. Uh, I firmly agree with that. Um, but I also think that the board needs to be a lot more transparent. If elected to the board, I will put out statements saying what I have been lobbying for and what the board is doing to students on social media and other platforms um, because I think that it's really important that students know what their board of governors is doing and have input on what I'm saying in those meetings. That's a really, really great question. Thank you so much for asking. Um, oh, my God, I have so many things to say because, yes, the board of governors is incredibly ridiculous. It's not transparent. These student seats are token student seats. They don't actually listen to our voices. They don't actually care about our presence. But that's because maybe in the past we haven't been loud enough. And I think that we need to show up. And if I'm elected, I will show up. I will be there every meeting. I will be there outside the meeting if I'm not elected, like peering into the windows. Because for F's sake, like, yeah. <laughs> um, but furthermore, if, I'm elect if I am elected, um, I think that the way to spread the word about Board of Governors is to have those conversations with our friends, to talk to the Martlet maybe, to you know, use our social media, to tweet about it all the freaking time because the Board of Governors doesn't do that. Does anyone in this room know where Board of Governors meetings are being held? One person. Great. Thank you. Thanks for your question. So I think this is an issue of student empowerment. Whether we like it or not, most students don't actually know what they're capable of because the Board of Governors has made no indication of what their abilities are. And I think that when sitting on the Board of Governors, it's really important to make sure that the strategic plan is as clear and easily accessible as possible to all students. I think if you implement something like that, you make way for more involvement outside of elections. You make way for involvement as part of the daily routine when it comes to students. Thank you. It's difficult to top the answers that have been given already. They're all um, pretty spectacular, and I would hope that I would also be able to implement each and every one of those. Uh, I think another issue with student engagement in the board is that it, the board, its agendas and its decisions and how they impact students are not readily accessible to many people. Uh, I don't think a lot of people understand uh, the frameworks in which this board operates, the way it impacts them personally, uh, and the way the board runs this university. And I would like to uh, in introduce structures to increase that accessibility, to add summaries of meetings and um, pre-posted agendas or, yeah agendas for meetings. Thank Next. you. Is there any other questions for the Board of Governors? Hey. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Sarah Maya. Um, I am actually currently one of the student representatives on the Board of Governors. Um, I have... Oh, sorry. Um, I have a question about policy. So currently, student representatives only sit for one year, whereas order and council appointees um, will sit for around three or four years. Um, and so there is uh, quite a lack of knowledge for students coming in. And then throughout the year, they never really have a time to catch up. Like, for instance, I've been on the Board of Governors since I was elected to it, but I've only gone to three meetings because they only have that many meetings throughout a year, once every two months. Um, so what are your opinions on changing student representative seats to be a two-year term instead of a one-year term? Thank you. This time, to be fair, we're going to start from this end of the table and move over. Thank you, Tyson. I think that's an excellent question. Thank you for asking it. 
Um, I think that... Uh, I recognize um, the difficulty for incoming students, and I think that the it should be the responsibility of the board to provide uh, opportunities in education for students coming in so that they are uh, at least partially acquainted with that already. And I'm getting a red flag. I also think two-year terms mean that it's less accessible for students who may only be here for four years. Thank you. I think it's a very good question, and I would definitely be open to looking into it if elected. My opinion on that is that what we need to do is make sure that more first-year students get the opportunity to run, because if we increase involvement in the younger years, it's more likely that there can be a change in policy in the long run. And then the second thing is also making sure that the Board of Governors is distinctively different than the UVSS, because I think that people oftentimes mix up the elections, and it becomes a lot harder for people who want to get elected to the Board of Governors to do it without the UVSS's help. And so that would be another thing I'd also consider changing. Thank you. Thanks, Jeremiah. I don't have a very clear, concise answer to that question because it is very broad. I think that a two-year term would limit the accessibility of students that perhaps would be graduating. It would create, you know, a lot of difficulties and problems around that. I think the question that you're really asking, though, is like how how do we let students actually become a voice at the table? How do we actually let students make decisions at the table? And I think that part of that comes from like inter-student. Um, communication, so like passing on maybe like a journal of notes or tips and tricks to the next student representative to aid in this bureaucratic institution. Uh, thank you for the question. I recognize that turnover is always an issue in positions like that, and so I think there must be something that can be done about that, uh, a manual of some sort that could be constructed by the current um, people on the board. Um, but I do agree with what everyone else has said, that having a two-year term is a barrier for third- and fourth-year students for running. Thank you. I think a two-year term is a great idea because what can you really get done in three meetings? And I think that's symbolic of the board's ability or maybe they're wanting to uh, become more progressive. I mean, yeah, what could you get done in three meetings? I just Two-year term sounds great. Thank you very much. Is there anybody else who has any other questions for Board of Governors? No one? I want to thank, um, thank the candidates for the Board of Governors for coming out today. I really appreciate it. I hope that you guys do as well. And thank you to the audience for participating. Uh, we will now move on to the Senate candidates. Uh, I hope you guys can stick around. So now we're going to move on to the candidates, and uh, yeah, it goes in terms of alphabetical order for, for ease. My apologies to everybody. Uh, first up, we have Raj Alam Shandani. He's from the Faculty of Engineering running for Senate. Welcome. Hello, everyone, again. I would like to thank everyone who has acknowledged the territories, and I would like to acknowledge that being a person of color, I have different implications on these territories, and when we use these resources and these lands, we keep that in mind. Again, my name is Raj Alam Chandani, and I am a civil engineering student, at third-year student at UVic, in, and I'm running for Senate because I believe that engineering students' voices need to be heard. I'm a committed activist in both campus and larger Victoria community with experience on several community projects within the campus community. These experiences have included serving on the Senate of UVic and representing the Faculty of Engineering for the year 2016-2017, 
working with Vipark for outreach and social justice, working with students of Color Collective to organize events. As a student senator, I will be committed to collectively working with graduate students, professors, and administrations in bringing a variety of student issues to, and social justice projects to the forefront of the Senate's work. My focus is on ensuring students' rights in Senate includes, but are not limited to, lobbying for lowering co-op co fees and no fees if the job is not found by the co-op office, getting the Engineering Student Society more involved with UVic Senate and the decision-making process, eliminating the use of time-limited online textbooks to help ensure sustainability and access to education, working with the university administration to address safety issues on campus, decreasing the, or at least freezing the tuition fees, and advocating for students' rights to accessible and transparent decision-making process in the university at all levels. If you want a hardworking and enthusiastic leader who wants to improve your experience at this university, vote for Raj, vote for Senate, vote for Energize. Thank you. Thank you very much, Raj. Next we have Pierre Paul Angelblazer from the Faculty of Social Sciences. So again, to begin, I would like to thank everybody for acknowledging the territories. So, hello, I'm Pierre-Paul Angel Blazer, running for Senate in the social sciences seat because, you know, apparently it's all the rage these days. Everybody just wants to do it, and, you know, as a square, I want to fit in. But back to reality. So what I aim to do is I aim, I aim to bring the club's perspective to the Senate, which I've accumulated through numerous events as well as through my experience as vice president of the Slavic Club. This will translate to better policy from the university regarding room bookings, allowing existing clubs to start operating before the ratification date. As well, I will work to bring the Open Textbooks program to more classes at the university. This program provides free, high-quality textbooks to classes, which in the long run saves students $100,000 a year for every class which opts into the program. Thirdly, I aim to lobby the university to not only offer more grants, bursaries, and scholarships, but I will also work to advertise them better on campus. As of right now, a lot of these grants start accepting application in awkward times for students, such as April. My aim is to make it... What? Okay, what? Yeah. My aim is to make it more known what resources the university already offers, as well as improving them. Thank you all for caring about the issues enough to show up here. Being uh, one of the first people to speak here, I hope everybody is coming here with an open mind and decides to pick whichever candidate they feel best represents not only their interests, but the interests of the student body as a whole. Last year, only 20% of students voted, which means only 20% of students took time out of their day to figure out what's best for them. You're all pretty much the political elite here, so use that vote wisely. Thank you. Thank you very much, Pierre Paul. Now we have uh, Noor Shasib from the Faculty of Science. Hello, my name is Noor Chasib. I'm a second year biochemistry student. I'm running for the Senate. I've had the pleasure of working in an administrative capacity in addition to spearheading events for a range of different youth organizations. My experience has better allowed me to appreciate the intricacies of governing bodies and how to navigate them properly to achieve results. As such, it is my goal to bring this experience to help shape administrative policies to have students' best interests in mind. Through comprehensive communication with the university administration, it will be my mission to ensure university accountability and increase policy transparency. Through the introduction of easy-to-follow terms, otherwise wordy policies will be easier to understand and more accessible for all. So students will understand and will be able to know what's happening on their campus. In addition, as stated by Pierre, many grants start in April, which is when students are paying the least amount of attention to what's actually happening around them. 
I plan on bringing, more, bringing to light more, uh, the multitude of resources UVic offers so students will be able to stay a step ahead. As well, I will have a strong presence and say on the appropriation of university funds because it is my belief that students deserve to know exactly where their money is going and not allow for any ambiguity. My goal is to envision a better future for all at UVic and strive to achieve it. With your vote on March 1st and 2nd, we can achieve these tangible results together. Thank you. Next, we have Sophia Crabb from the Faculty of Humanities. Hello, my name is Sophia Crabb. I use she, her pronouns, and I am a first-year gender studies student. I am running for Senate because I am passionate about bringing more interdisciplinary academic lectures and events to campus. I am passionate about bringing more... Oh, sorry. Students should be able to have the opportunity to explore new and unfamiliar areas of study and how they interact with their main dis discipline. I believe universities should be a chance to engage with as many different learning opportunities outside of regular lectures. We should not have to pay $500 to explore new fields of study we haven't interacted with previously. These interdisciplinary events would also unite students of different backgrounds and interests on, su on such a divided campus. We should also be providing more open resources for students so that they can achieve their academic goals with more ease. This would help students with different learning styles who look for more than just textbook learning. Not all of us can learn just through textbooks, and we should all have an even playing field so that we can achieve our greatest. Providing alternative means for education and studying will lead to more people feeling comfortable learning and more people applying for university because they know that their needs will be met. Education should be more accessible to all and treated as a right, not a privilege. I know many people who aren't able to go to university who, have, who would have flourished, but are unable to attend because of the high cost. New learning resources that don't have such a high price tag would take away at least some of the burden of going to school. The accessibility of these open resources would be beneficial to students financially, as it would be an alternative to expensive textbooks we are currently purchasing. Vote Sophia Crabb for Senate. Next, we have Mackenzie Cumberland, representing the Faculty of Social Sciences. Welcome. Sorry, I'm not good with microphones. Ah, oh, there we go. Um, thank you for the territorial acknowledgments. Hello, my name is Mackenzie Cumberland, and I'm a second-year economics student in the Faculty of Social Sciences. I'm running to serve on the Senate so I can act as a voice for students within the university. I think that my previous experience, having worked closely with my high school's administration to voice the concerns of students as student council president, as well as the appreciation that I have gained for the variety of students that we have here at UVic through attending various events held by the clubs and groups on campus, make me well suited to serve in the interests of students. I am very fortunate to have received a scholarship from the school without which I would not be here today. And this is a sentiment I hear echoed from all the scholarship and bursary winners that I interact with. However, there isn't enough of us who benefit from these programs, and universities should be accessible to all those who seek further education. So, if elected, I will spend my time on the Senate working with the university to expand on these programs. I also think that we need to make mental health more of a priority on campus. Frankly, mental health resources at UVic are severely lacking, and long wait times and a lack of resources are problems that need to be addressed. Students should have access to the help when they need it, not months later. University is a stressful time that can bring new mental health issues to light 
and students should know that the resources are there when they need it and be comfortable in seeking professional help. Finally, in the past year, I have found a shortage of resources being allocated to our library. When conducting research, I am constantly finding articles that would be perfect for my paper, however being told that I must look outside the library for access. I want to read it now, not months later when I'm done writing the paper. As students, we need access to materials, such as journal subscriptions, to be successful in our pursuit of knowledge. We need access to facilities so that we can have a quiet place to study, which is why I will lobby the university to apportion a greater amount of resources. Thank you. Thank you, Mackenzie. Now we have Kate Fairley representing the Peter B. Gustavin, um, Gustafson School of Business. Welcome. Hi, my name is Kate Fairley. I'm a broken record, apparently. Um, hi, uh, I am running for to be a student senator representing the Peter B. Gustafson School of Business. The Senate has played a key role in my educational career at UVic. In fact, the only reason I'm able to attend the University of Victoria is because of the generosity and understanding of the Senate Committee on Awards. Their work has inspired me to give back to the university community by serving as a student representative on the Senate. If elected, I intend to promote the expansion of needs-based funding in the form of scholarships, bursaries, and grants, because I firmly believe in accessibility to post-secondary education for all. This funding will come by improving the university's relationships with outside donors and organizations and working with key government stakeholders to promote the reallocation of funding. Further to this work, I will also improve the transparency and accountability of the Senate and its committees by promoting the clarification and distribution of meeting minutes and agendas so that all stakeholders can be aware of the administrative proceedings. Finally, I hope to use my position on the Senate to be a voice for the adoption of open educational resources at UVic. This is an actionable program that has the ability to save students hundreds of thousands of dollars each year, and the only missing piece is a link between students and the faculty that will allow us to implement the program in many more classes. I believe that I would be an excellent representative of the student body because I have, an ex I have extensive experience with promoting and representing diverse viewpoints on the UVSS board. On March 1st and 2nd, please vote Kate Fairley and vote Energize. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. Um, we have another Kate, Kate Fry, representing the Faculty of Humanities. Hello. Uh, my name is Kate Fry, and I'm running for Senate. As a first-year English major and as someone with a lot of interest in various fields, I'm committed to encouraging interdepartmental cooperation. I actually work as a general editor with UVic's under, only undergraduate review, The Warren. I have a lot of experience working with an assortment of faculties and departments. What I tend to hear from my friends in sciences and other faculties is that they actually are kind of jealous of the humanities because we have a lot of interdisciplinary programs available to the students. We have a lot of academic freedom, and I think a lot of other faculties kind of want to join in on that. Uh, similarly, I'm looking to open more minors programs up in fields where they do not already exist. However, uh, most of my interest in working within the Senate is for the purposes of making UVic more affordable. I think it's pretty obvious to any students that UVic is far from an affordable school. Housing in the area is incredibly overpriced, and the general cost of living is the sixth most expensive in Canada right that now. With that in mind, spending hundreds of dollars a term on textbooks is really not an expenditure most students can afford. Lobbying faculty to switch to open source textbook, course kits, and other more affordable options help students continue their studies without jeopardizing their financial security. Faculty can also opt to accept the use of older editions in class so that students have a better chance of selling their used textbooks and at least getting some of those funds returned. With food security being a big, such a big issue for students right now, it strikes me that it's quite ridiculous that classes are charging upwards of $300 for a book students will only use for four months. 
Continuing with the subject of affordability, I am also interested in expanding bursaries, particularly those available for students with a financial need. With more and more students being unable to afford their necessities, scholarships and bursaries are ever more important in students' ability to afford an education. I don't think you can claim to be an accessible school if students have to sacrifice their livelihood in order to attend. Thank you. Uh, vote Kate Fry and vote Connect you, Vic. Thank you, Kate. Next up, we have Carl Haynes, also representing the Peter B. Gustafson, I don't know, I'm having a hard time with that, um, School of Business, so welcome. Hello. Um, Hello, my name is Carl Haynes. I'm running with Energize UVic for Senate. Uh, over the last year, I've sat on the board of directors for the University of Victoria Student Society, and I honestly thought there'd be a lot more interaction with uh, the UVic admin. Um, working with our events director, we brought ideas of events forward to UVic admin, and we were told that it is a discussion between them and Dale, our excluded manager, and not one for uh, our, our events director and the board, pretty much saying that... Um, pretty much saying that like let's let let the adults talk about this uh you guys you guys are uninformed and you your voice does not matter um this is not going to stand i think students need to be seen for uh seen as voices that should be listened to and not just paychecks um as it stands, university is becoming the realm of the rich, and I want to make BC Open Textbooks an, in, an initiative BC admin pressures prof to joins through a financial incentives. Um, also, most cases of sexual violence happen on campus in the first six to eight weeks. Uh, this happens because new students have not learned about consent and have not um, and do not have experience uh, partying and uh, practicing consent when using alcohol. Um, working, I want to work with UVic to bring bystander training to res and run daily workshops in the first week to reduce attacks of uh, sexualized violence on campus. Um, on March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, vote Carl Haynes for Senate and vote Energize Vic. Thank you. Thank you, Carl. Next, we have Natalia Karpuskaya from the Faculty of Social Sciences. It me. Uh, hey, folks. My name is Natalia Karpovskaya, and in addition to the Board of Governors, I'm also running for a seat on the Senate. Um, as the Senate is essentially responsible for lobbying the Board of Governors, a lot of the work that I would be bringing to the Senate is stuff that I would already be doing with my work as a, as a UVic governor. Uh, so first of all, I want to encourage the Senate to support the student-led divest UVic movement and ensure that it puts adequate pressure on the Board of Governors to do so. The conversation of fossil fuel divestment is being had all around campus, but I think it should and could be brought to the Senate table to ensure wider and stronger support. Furthermore, I think that the Senate would be an excellent way to encourage the university to expand initiatives such as, sorry, to expand initiatives that actually tangibly support student-run services such as the UVSS Food Bank and the Community Cabbage. Those amazing groups not only provide students with a wonderful community, they also provide students with fresh food that's delicious and filling, and they also do fantastic work ensuring that there's less food waste on this campus. Nobody should ever have to choose between buying a textbook and buying groceries, and the university has a responsibility to support its students. Um, that support can easily be given by helping us provide food and meals to folks on this campus. Finally, I was going to talk about a five-day reading break, but turns out, guess what, UVic is squashing that. So if I were elected to the Senate, then I would definitely bring back that conversation because I think it's super important. I think it's absurd that we have a five-day fall reading break, but sorry, a five-day spring reading break, but not a five-day fall reading break. And to wrap up, my name is Natalia Karpovskaya, and I would love your vote to be your next representative on Board of Governors and Senate. 
Natalia. Next we have Hannah Koning from the, representing the Faculty of Fine Arts. Welcome. Uh, hi there. Uh, my name is Hannah Koning, and I'm running for Senate with Connect You Vic. Uh, I'm a third-year writing student and part of the Faculty of Fine Arts. I'm also a coordinator and peer support uh, volunteer with UVic Pride. Uh, I want to make UVic more accessible and to ensure that voices and needs of students are heard and met. Uh, I think an important aspect of that is to make sure that there's an atmosphere of uh, inclusivity and active condemnation of oppressive practices in classrooms. Uh, students should feel safe at their classrooms and feel safe uh, standing up to uh, professors questioning course material as well as having their names and pronouns respected. Uh, this can be achieved through uh, pushing uh, for more training of faculty and staff in regards to consent and anti-oppressive practices. Uh, I'm also advocating for caps and regulations on student fees and tuition uh, and uh, making sure that there are more needs-based grants uh, that are accessible to students uh, that, you know, so students don't have to uh, worry about uh, supporting themselves uh, in regards to housing, food, and school, and having to choose between which ones they are able to pay for. Uh, I am for uh, accessible education and a safer, more supportive campus. Please vote for me, Hannah Koning, and vote for Connect You Pick. Thank you, Hannah. Next up, we have Zenon Leggett, who's representing the Faculty of Social Sciences. Welcome. Hey everybody, my name is Zenon Leggett and I'm a third year economics student. Uh, in addition to running for UVSS Board of Directors, I'm also running for the Senate. Uh, the main things that I'm interested in are lobbying the university to re uh, introduce new policies to reduce food waste, so such as better compost systems like that, and also uh, the university I went to before, UVic, the University of Winnipeg, uh, where I'm from, uh, banned the sale of water bottles, their disposable water bottles on campus, and while I don't think that we can do that uh, follow suit directly. I think that that, we sh that should be something that we strive towards as well. Um, in addition to that, I am all for increasing free tutoring services on campus to cover more faculties and more a wider array of subjects because currently I think they're pretty narrow. So, uh, the selection of free tutoring on campus is pretty narrow. Um, and it, I believe that we need to equip st uh, students with the re tools and resources they need to succeed. And lastly, I believe that we need to expand the free, re or free, textbook, free textbook resources on campus. I think that we've all been in a class where they you know, told us that we firmly need to buy the textbook because it's essential to the class, only to later find out that it was only for like that one specific chapter, and it's completely irrelevant for the rest of the course. So I think that we need to do whatever we can to uh, encourage the use of free um, open source textbooks in our schools. Uh, thank you, and vote for Zen and Leggett for Senate. Thank you, Zenon. Next, we have Julian Levy from the Faculty of Science. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Um, sorry, that's a little loud. Okay, there we go. Um, as somebody who's um, in the sciences and a first-year science student, I um, know how hard it is when actually you're in midterms and there's a bunch of stuff to do. And so I think as if I was to be part of Senate, I would actually focus on making um, UVic much better for people 
so there's actually a, a much more, the, the workload is much easier in work as a Senate to improve the academics from a workload perspective. So the biggest point of this would be actually, especially in the sciences where there's a very like specific amount of class that you need to take, have it that you would actually have midterms spaced more evenly, because right now there's like four midterms for all the science subjects, for all the first year sub science students, so everybody has midterms during the same week. And I think coordinating with um, different classes that everyone has to take to space out midterms better would be really critical. Um, uh, I think also another really important thing is the library, which has a huge effect on people's ability to do work. So increasing funding for the library and keeping the funding that we have for the library and making it available uh, for more time, later evenings, earlier mornings, and making it actually a really accessible resource for everybody is pretty imp incredibly important. And also I would like to eliminate the, the there's just the amount of work that always happens immediately after every reading break. When you get back from a reading break and everybody has actually scheduled everything for a reading break, I think working with the faculties to really decrease the amount of workload that you have right after getting back from breaks would be amazing. Thank you very much. Vote for Julian. And connect you, Vic. Thank you, Julian. Next up, we have Dakota McGovern, who's representing the Faculty of Social Sciences. Welcome, Dakota. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Dakota McGovern. I would like to thank everyone for acknowledging the territories. One of the things that I think is important about the Senate is to acknowledge the institution in which we operate. The current school system that not only starts in high school but goes into university excludes student voices. And I think that the difference between the Senate and the Board of Governors is that the Senate actually has the ability to implement a lot of changes regarding interdisciplinary events. So I want to see more students from different faculties interacting with one another. And I think if we do that more frequently, we'll actually see a long-term payoff of more faith inside student voices. And secondly, I think that it's important to note that the three things I'm most passionate about are student affordability, outreach, and environmental sustainability, all of which can be implemented through programs such as Again, holding the university accountable to divestment from fossil fuels, um, making sure that all the budgets that are sent to the Board of Governors uh, do not include tuition hikes, and then making sure that all students are aware of what kind of platforms they have to speak out, such as implementing a better strategic plan at the level of the Board of Governors. So I'd like to thank everybody. Uh, vote Dakota McGovern and vote for Connect UVic. Dakota. Uh, next up we have Margaret Mears who's representing the Faculty of Fine Arts. Hello. Um, I just want to thank everybody for acknowledging that we are on these beautiful and stolen lands. Um, anyways, my name is Margaret Mears and our current standardized education system and curriculum is impersonal, unhealthy, and inaccessible. Many students are forced into debt because of the lack of open resources and rise of textbook prices. The solution to this problem is more than just putting readings online. It is about creating more accessible education. Not every student learns the same. As an art student, my way of learning is completely different than an engineer. These faculties cannot operate the same way. Faculties must play pay close attention to their students and update their teaching strategies with each generation of students. Although faculty, faculties cannot be isolated from each other, our faculties must work together and learn from one another. This institution lacks a united student body and faculty. My place in the Senate would be to create a more cohesive environment. 
I would also like to talk about a word that is often thrown around quite casually, decolonization. Decolonizing a school is not just one item on the checklist. There are many steps a university must take towards decolonization. The biggest item being full recognition of the existing indigenous people. As a settler, I stand in solidarity and I recognize my privilege, but this is not my movement to lead. This movement involves active consultation, operative listening, and work with the indigenous population on campus and in the community. We must engage the student body and faculty in this issue. Everyone, including myself, needs to become more knowledgeable on this issue. It is the job of the people in power to create and distribute the resources for education and beneficial practice, not that of the minorities. Thank you. Thank you, Margaret. Uh, next, we have Natalia Rambold, who's representing the Faculty of Social Sciences. Welcome. Uh, hey, folks. Uh, I'm Natalia. Uh, I'm running to be a senator because I think that UVic, as an institution of learning, has a responsibility to make this campus and the surrounding area a supportive and actively anti-oppressive space. I think that uh, as an institution that profits off of our desire for learning, UVic's duty is, is to make our experiences here safe, supportive, and to put us in a caring community. My understanding of the Senate and, uh, is that there is a focus on ec academic and institutional issues, but I think it's impossible to separate our academic issues from issues of systematic impression embedded within the UVic community. The truth is that without support for students uh, that need it most, none of us are getting the best out of our education. I've struggled with mental health issues for roughly the last 10 years of my life. And though I've learned that there's no one way to be neurotypical or mentally healthy, one of the things UVic needs to focus on is creating safe uh, spaces for support, care, and community that doesn't just look like doctor's offices and medication, though those are absolutely valid ways of coping. Um, I think that recognizing, uh, the way forward for me looks a lot like recognizing that corporate learning environments are absolutely part of the problem. Without understanding the ways that colonial systems of learning impact the lives of students and the way that oppression on this campus impacts our ability to learn, we can't keep going with mental health uh, initiatives that clearly aren't working for many of us even within this room. As a, as a support person with the Anti-Violence Project, I see the ways in which UVic is continuously failing, not only in the ways that it deals with students who are victims of violence, but also in the way that UVic fails to deal with its oppressive policies before they become acts of violence against individual students. We need to understand the ways in which systems of violence impact our lives, our learning, and our ability to be safe on campus. We need to pressure UVic to change its harmful policies now. And as your senator, I am committed to doing just that. Thank you. Thank you, Natalia. Next, we have Colin Saintville, who's also representing the Faculty of Social Sciences. Welcome. Uh, <clears throat> hello, my name is Colin Saintville. Uh, I'd like to just tell you a little good introduction because I think my, me as a person is uh, what makes me special. Um, I'm a transfer student uh, who transferred from New York to get here, um, which kind of gives me a different perspective around what I think the university should offer. Also, while coming from New York, I've seen a lot of diversity, and I think that uh, diversity is what keeps a campus um, active and engaged. Um, I believe that everyone has a unique perspective at this school and that their voices should be heard. Um, 
I believe that you know all students should be held to the same certain standards academically. Um, I also believe that uh, the school should be offering classes that students want to take, uh, depending on whatever their interest is. For me, it's uh, food. Um, and I know that experiences. Uh, I know that students experiences hardships and genuine issues that. Uh, okay. Um, that uh, can only be solved with compassion and love. Um, and um, I think if I'm uh, voted on as a senator, that I would be like uh, your parent, kind of. Um, wait, wait, wait. I would, you know, like talk about what the school uh, does badly in front of them, but then secretly kind of behind the back tell them what they're doing right. Um, and in that, uh, I want to say uh, vote Colin St. Bill. Uh, and vote connect. Thank you, Colin. Um, next up, we have Nofel Shilig from the Faculty of Social Sciences. Welcome again. Hi, everyone. I realize it's been a very, very long day, so I'm just going to give a very, very short speech. So my name is Nofet Shilig. I'm running with Connect Yuvik. I'm also a second-year sociology student. So if I get elected, I will work in making the library better. I already work at the library, so I'm just going to extend hours <laughs> until midnight at least. And also... Um, ask professors to provide more textbooks for the library on the reserves so students wouldn't have to pay for textbooks. And also, because we, ex we accept a lot of like donations in the library, so just get the word out for students as well to donate books and try to provide more copies of the books that we have. Also, one other thing, I want to provide better mental health resources, but I've already said that. And yeah, thanks for your time. <laughs> Next up, we have Shoya Vortsian from the Faculty of Science. Once again, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. Uh, hello, my name is Shoya Vortsian. I'm running for the Senate. Uh, my first degree was in philosophy and religious studies, and my second is now in computer science and physics. So I'm very much engaged and invested in interdisciplinary events and trying to get as many of those going as possible. Um, also, I'm really interested in diversifying uh, courses that are available to students as much as possible. I was constantly frustrated throughout my first degree um, with uh, how Western-centric all of the courses were, and I would very like, much like to try and diversify that and get a lot more voices and a lot more perspectives into the university education and make those accessible to everyone. Um, which, on that point, accessibility is really important to me as well, and I think that university is something that everybody should be able to access um, if they're interested, and so I'm very much engaged in um, all these topics related to uh, cheaper textbooks, um, uh, accessible learning, needs-based grants, and all those other things. I want to work hard on those, um, and I hope that you guys give me the opportunity to do that. Thank you very much. Thank you, Shoya. Next, we have Ramunez Wozbecki from the Faculty of Engineering. Welcome. Hello, everyone. I'd like to thank uh, everyone for their uh, territorial acknowledgments and also, again, their personal stories. Uh, it's very nice to hear. Um, so, as I mentioned before, I am president of the ESS, and I kind of want to further leverage uh, the positive relationships that we have with the faculty in order to have kind of a stronger and more seriously taken voice within uh, the Senate. Um, you know, we, a lot of our uh, treasured professors uh, and also our dean are sitting members of the Senate, so that kind of uh, interfaculty cooperation is something that I look forward to taking advantage of. 
Um, and, you know, people are talking about, like, midgets and stuff. Like, man, I feel you, dude. Um, you know, like, three exams within 24 hours isn't okay, but three exams within 27 hours is, like, just fine. Um, there's definitely, like, a lot more realistic approaches that can be taken uh, to the consistency in our experience. Uh, and on that note also, um, you know, how, P- how we handle academic integrity breaches uh, there's no consistent way in which professors handle it. Sometimes they make a passive-aggressive comment. Sometimes they make it again in a different place of the room. Um, and sometimes nothing happens at all. Um, so that's another area where I'd like to see uh, more of a system in place for professors um, to kind of have training and for students to have a certain expectation of how things will happen during exams, during a stressful time. Um, and also the course experience surveys. Um, these are things which often are not mandated to go to the faculty. Um, they go to your professor, and if they want to filter it out, that's it. Uh, so it's very difficult to get, uh, through official means, um, feedback uh, to the faculty about how, you, how you're doing in your course. Um, and these are things that also um, I'm in uh, a working group within the, the CFES to advocate for nationally. Um, so yeah, it's something that I care about a lot and would like to help out here at UVic as well. Thank you, everyone, for staying. Um, last on the list, we have Tysto Witt from the Faculty of Social Sciences. Welcome. Okay, so I've been jotting notes down for my speech. Now it's incomprehensible, so I'm going to get lost every now and then. So I'm a sociology student and also work within my department and the archives, and I very much love the subject that I'm pursuing and want to... Um, pursue a career in academics. And so many people who know me aren't surprised when I say I love uh, academics, but I'm not such a huge fan of academia. And a lot of that is frustration that I see based around the barriers that are built between departments. And I want to uh, challenge those barriers and break them down when I can and try and encourage uh, interdisciplinary cooperation. Uh, I also... What am I doing? I also want to bring better tutoring opportunities to students. There are faculties that don't have specific uh, resources for tutoring, and I think that's um, not fair, and I'd like to address and challenge and change that. I'd also like to support efforts to bring decolonizing content and um, non-Western sort of traditional modes of knowledge to faculties across campus. I think it's very important that we learn to acknowledge and validate or and hold valid um, more like methods and modes and types of knowledge that don't seem necessarily that familiar to us. And I also want to support efforts to uh, increase sort of community-engaged and participatory-involved uh, research. I really think that the knowledge that's generated or produced in partnership with this university should be something that should be carried out into the communities that scholars are working with as opposed to held in this ivory tower where only people who come to the school and spend uh, tens of thousands of dollars and four to eight to 12 years of their life uh, can actually access. I think that the knowledge that's produced here should be available to everyone, and I'd like to try and help see that become a reality. Thank you. Thank you very much. They're very, very powerful speeches. Um, now we have time for questions and answers, and I think both, uh, I'm probably speaking for both the candidates and myself, I'd like to thank the audience who've been long-standing here for all of the debates, the UVSS, the Senate, and the Board of, Board of Governors. So 
a handout to all of you who have been in the audience waiting. So is there any questions that anybody would like to ask of any of the Senate candidates? I'm wondering who's um, gotten endorsements from either advocacy groups or clubs or any other bodies on campus. Wait, are you talking about for Senate or UBSS? Um, for Senate, because I guess it's the Senate forum, okay. but I'm sure they'd carry over. Uh, you can have a slate, well, you're not really, yeah, a representative. Um, it is mine. Uh, it is, we have reached out to the advocacy groups, and it's my understanding that uh, Pride is standing behind Connect, and uh, nonetheless, uh, Energize are going to the Pride Collective meeting on Thursday to talk to them about uh, their opinions on our platform when it comes to advocacy. Um, as of now, I don't believe the Third Space has endorsed a group, but we are going to. Oh. Okay, um, but we are going to again their collective meeting on Wednesday to discuss uh, how they would like us to represent their collective. Thank you. We're going to go to I think Natalia had a response and then over over here. I I don't know what to say other than I'm endorsed by Third Space and Third Space does incredible work. And Tessa, I'm sorry, I don't know if you had a question or not. I don't know if there was like a question. Okay, me, Natalia Karpovskaya, endorsed by Third Space. <laughs> Thank you. Is there anybody here that wanted to respond? Or if you, you can all respond. Anyone? Okay. We'll move on to the next question then. Hi, my name is Zoe Blue. I'm, I'm serving on Senate this year, representing the communities. I was wondering, um, so largely the Senate's position can sometimes feel like a token seat. Uh, what are you folks going to do if elected to get uh, student involvement up, get them to know the issues that are being brought to the table and the issues on the agenda? Because oftentimes it doesn't happen. Thank you. Anyone? We have to have somebody give an answer. I could answer that. <laughs> okay, oh. good. Dakota, and then we'll move on. We'll, Dakota, and then we'll... Well, I think that knowledge is power, and that if students understand everything that happens in the Senate and what legislative abilities they hold, it will make things much more accessible for everybody. So part of my platform as running for the Senate and Board of Governors is to not only implement a more comprehensible strategic plan, but to make it easily accessible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Zoe, for the question. This is Raj again on the mic. So having served on the Senate for one year, I realized that Senate representatives attending the meetings and meetings working around the Senate, represent Senate representative schedule is very important. One of the things is that. Other than that, I felt like faculties, Senate representatives representing their own faculties, if they coordinate with the uh, course unions and their own faculties, for example, me coordinating with my faculty and some other representative from social sciences coordinating with their faculty, if those individual faculties can represent their Senate representative and work with them together collectively, that's one point where we can include student representation. Other than that, Senate 
website does, doesn't do a very good job of inviting people for open discussions and o open platforms for uh, 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 amending the agendas. I think if this university is willing to open the Senate website for having open written discussions in form of a blog post or a forum before any Senate meeting, that would definitely change the student representation on Senate. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, hello. Um, so personally for me, I think the Senate position is actually very important and I already do a lot of um, outreach work with my environmental club. So if I've elected this position, I just want you to know that you're not going to hear the last of me and um, that my voice is really, really big if I care a lot about stuff. And with the fine arts faculty especially, we're very close-knit and I already do have a very nice relationship with a lot of the staff. So I would continue to grow that relationship and go as high up as I can and work on issues that I care about. So yeah, thank you. Is there anyone else who'd like to respond? Okay, is there any other questions? Hi, I'm a member of the Third Space, and I know that um, we've received contacts from um, different people running for Senate just about um, some of the concerns that we brought up. I know that Carl, I was wondering if um, I could hear from Carl and also from other Senate people just about um, the presence of TERFs on campus and um, just about how they're harassing many of our members. Um, and what could be done with that. I'm just asking Carl because I know we got an email from Carl specifically about it, about his concerns. So. Thank you. Um, so for those of you uh, listening in here who don't know, uh, TERFs are trans-exclusionary uh, radical feminism. It's a, it, it's pretty much a group of people who don't, in, who uh, hide anti uh, trans message as a branch of feminism and is uh, complete bullshit. Um, <laughs> on, on campus for the last year, they have been uh, harassing the, uh, the trans community and um, how the third space, how the Women's Center made a stance to change their name to the third space to include um, uh, trans in uh, their definition of feminism, um, which is real feminism. Um, <laughs> I believe uh, bringing uh, I believe this has been a, a student issue with the board, and they have made stances against it, but bringing, um, uh, making university administration make a stance against tariffs as well is the next step. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else on? Okay, come up. Hi, I also addressed tariffs in my last um, speech. I Can am, I just interrupt? Just might want to. No, it's fine. Sorry. Just, you might want to reiterate what your name is, just oh, for everybody here. My name is Sophia Crab. Um, I am adamantly against turfs. I think they are awful, and I would personally. Uh, sorry, trying to gather my thoughts. I would try and put more of an emphasis on faculty understanding who they are and how to combat their ideas and protect students that they are affecting, because I think that they're just. What they're doing is awful, and trans women should be protected on campus. Thank you. Hi, my name's Taisto Witt. Um, everything that has been said so far about this has been pretty excellent. I also think that it's important to um, bring these concerns directly to the university administration and try and um, 
pressure them to acknowledge the presence of TERFs on campus and develop response plat- like policies or, or hold themselves accountable for their failure to do anything like this so far. Um, because as far as I can tell, the administration has remained largely silent, and I don't think that's acceptable. Thank you. Thank you. Talia is going to come up. Thank you so much for this question. Um, I personally, of course, God, the test terms, like... (laughs) I'm not even going to get into that. But basically, what I wanted to talk about was um, it's my assumption that the trans chair sits on Senate meetings. And so he refuses to answer my emails about why nothing is being done as a trans chair on this campus about the presence of TERFs. I would love to see him across the table and make eye contact and question him directly why it is that he feels entitled to this position yet do absolutely nothing on this issue. Is there any other candidate that would like to respond? Are there any other questions? Going once, going twice, three times. Okay, I guess there's no more questions. I, before I close out, I once again want to thank everybody who's here and for all of the candidates putting in so much time and effort during their campaigns, some of them for multiple positions. Um, Just a couple other things. Uh, In addition, tomorrow we do have a lead director's debate, which will be held in this room commencing at 3 p.m. It will also be broadcast on uh, CFUV, and there'll be a broader time, a longer time for question and answers from the audience. Um, the other thing I just wanted to mention is that during this campaign, it affects, uh, I should have mentioned it earlier, but it affects Senate, it affects pretty much any candidate. There's been some defacement of campaign materials. Um, because this is being broadcast, I just want to ask any student that is aware of anything happening, provided it's not putting them at risk, to intercede and tell people to stop. If they see anything or know who's doing it, to please let us know at uh, UVSS elections. I'd like to make this as fair as possible, and I'm rather dismayed that there's been some defacement of campaign materials and whatnot. Um, we don't know who, was, who did it, but I appreciate your assistance in this. Um, for any other further updates, we have our UVSS Facebook page, and also if there's any comments from... Anybody, I know that uh, the sessions were brief, we were limited in what we could do due to the restrictions in our bylaws about timing, which isn't great, and I will be making comments for years moving forward to allow better spacing of time. Um, But if you have any comments for the whole elections process, um, please feel free to email us at elections uh, at uvss.ca. So once again, I I thank you all for participating, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Have a good night. You have been listening to the Senate and Board of Governors Forum here on CFUV 